0: Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, the Red Raiders take it to the edge in Norman, Oklahoma, and live to tell about it. We're into it next on Locked On Texas Tech.
1: You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're going to start
0: this thing off right. Raider! 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 Raider!
1: Everything runs through love.
0: Great to be with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, always free and available on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel, make every moment more, and now new customers joining today get $200 in bonus bets. If your first bet of five bucks or more wins, so get started by visiting FanDuel.com slash Locked. On. With the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to be back with you, my man. Kicking off a brand new week, albeit a fast and furious week, as more hoops is just around the corner as the Red Raiders remain on the road away from the LBK, but got that quick road trip started over the weekend and still some time today to bask in the glow of a top 15 win on the road. We've seen some similar things contribute to improbable wins from game to game to game in the Big 12 Conference for Texas Tech, but it seems like each one has something different going on. So yes, while at one point or another, it did seem improbable, like in some other games, Texas Tech was able to pull it off, but sort of a new variety of characters uh, leading the way here is you got 27 from a guy off the bench and Chance McMillan and some clutch free throw shooting down the stretch to allow the red Raiders to pick up as impressive of a win as they've gotten so far this season, man, you've seen a lot of Texas tech basketball. You've seen a lot of Texas tech basketball on the road. You've seen plenty of action inside the Lloyd Noble center, but have you ever seen anything like that, man, a wild one that won't be soon forgotten?
1: Yeah. You you know, in in, in your, last trip there, uh, you know, you, you, you're going to end up leaving that building, having won back-to-back years. Um, You, you, and, and what a gift! Uh, I, this isn't his intention, he's trying to win them all. But what a gift Grant McCaslin has given this fan base in your last trips to Austin and Norman, Oklahoma, and basketball, which is only that's the only thing he can control. Uh, you, you leave there with a dub in your back pocket. I mean, I mean that, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, whatever. Goes on the rest of the season, or 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 whatever uh, you end up doing. I mean that that is something that I think is uh, is pretty salty um, because both teams are good. Uh, you 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 won, you know, in both places. And th- this one was this one was a. I, I knew you were you were going to get Oklahoma's you know best spirited kind of effort, and you, and you did. I just I think there's some flaws with their team, but they play really hard. They're very athletic. Uh, the officials let him play very physical, which I disagreed with at times. Uh, but <clears throat> uh, I, I you know you, you survived it and you were down 69 to 58. and I'm trying to remember five to six minutes left. and and granted, you had beaten Kansas State down eight by I think three minutes uh, or with three minutes left and you survived that one, but that was at home. But yeah, it, it just wasn't it wasn't going well. But w- what this team has been able to do really in back to back Saturdays is they've essentially played the same game. They they've played the 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 32 33 point first half, and then they've played the 52 to 53 point second half. It's almost eerie how the scoring output is almost directly, I mean it is exactly the same versus BYU as it is Oklahoma. And one of the things that they are able to do to help them score so much in, in the second half, uh, halves, I should say, is they are an elite level free throw shooting team right now. Uh, they are knocking down free throws at a high clip. I mean, you look at like what Pop was 9 of 10, Tucson, 3 of 4, uh, you were 16 of 19. I mean, Oklahoma missed nine of them. It's hard to feel sorry for a Sooner team that played hard, all this and that, when you miss that many free throws. In a one point loss. Now, granted, uh, I don't know that that three that got heaved up at the buzzer that went in. I don't know if that affected the over under total or the uh, I don't think it affected the point spread or whatever, because Texas Tech was a three and a half point underdog. But I thought what? <laughs> what? that shot went in and I'm looking <laughs> at the score like, OK, we had we have four point lead. Right. I mean, just making sure nobody's going to take it away from me. There's no four point spot on the floor that he just hit it from like the Harlem Globetrotters or anything. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I just, I, I, it was a lot of fun because they're well, and, and, and we'll keep going here, but I, I just, uh, I, I thought, I thought Saturday was a lot of heart and grit. And we could talk about some of that too.
0: Yeah. There's no question. I said, after the K state game, they're the new BYOG team in America, bring your own guts. And they were packing a load uh, going to Norman, Oklahoma. And you're right, man. At some point watching the game, I guess when it got right under a minute and maybe you were up by two and then you go on to make seven consecutive free throws. I said at that point, make your free throws, win the game. It is as simple as that. You make your free throws, you're going to win the basketball game. And they did that. And also to boot, final six for six from the field to finish the game. Is that good? I don't know. Uh, either way, Texas Tech found a recipe. They're giving the fans every bit of their money's worth by going ahead and, hey, we'll get down to eight or nine here. Then we'll retake the lead. Oh, but we're going to get down to eight or nine again or whatever it might be. So I think every ticket buyer leaves highly entertained uh, as well. But yeah, the the cardiac kids or whatever you want to call them, man, they are uh, down but never out, it seems like. And Chris, this is, uh, you know, it kind of seems like everyone, you know, coming into Big 12 play and we've gotten as we have gotten into Big 12 play, they've been chopping some wood home and away. I, correct me if you know this, I think I saw yesterday, Texas Tech remains the only team in the Big 12 Conference with a winning road record as we sit here about to enter the month of February, but the credibility or national attention, slow to come, and maybe for some reasons that uh, I understand, maybe some reasons inherently biased and built into the logo historically as well, but you can't ignore these guys now, can you? I mean, you go on the road, I think Oklahoma was number 11 in one poll, don't know exactly where they were in the others, but... Ah, uh, you get as good a one as you've gotten so far, and uh, I'm going to imagine that this week they will not be ignored as far as some of that national attention is concerned.
1: Yeah, you know, and there's still going to be some doubters out there, just waiting for the, you know, waiting for them to to falter. Uh, but but you do continue to earn earn respect. That uh, there is there is no doubt. And and bottom line is, man, if you keep if you're at the top, you know, of this conference race, <laughs> you're you're going to get. When it's all said and done, you you, you will have a lot of uh, a lot of street cred uh, w- with the committee and and everybody else, just because of how good this league is. Uh, but you, you know, Kellen Kellen Buffington, eight hundred six GM. Shout out to him. Shout out to Buff. He, he's good people. He, he tweeted something. We, we were we were on the uh, the the bus on the way back to the the arena where we were, we were on the plane and we just landed back in, in Lubbock on, on Saturday evening. And he, he said something like, you know, Hey analytics, man, we use them. I appreciate it. Uh, it, it it's one of the, it's, it's a data deal. And, and we certainly look at it and try to train kids and recruit kids toward it and all, all these things he goes, but one thing the analytics doesn't, doesn't point out or, or have a, a stat for is like your, your heart and grit. And, and you mentioned guts. Because there, there's just – if you look at your team, and that's what – because there's still a level of – and this is where I think the, the folks that don't respect you look at it. There's still a level of, I don't know how they're doing this. And I I, I understand it <laughs> Yeah, because there's not a bona fide – like I'm talking no-brainer all-conference guy on your team. There's not a no-brainer bona fide NBA dude on your team. And a lot of times that's what it takes to win a league like this or to be in first or, or whatever is in, in, in most of these teams, a lot of times you have multiple, you know, uh, and, and because you, you look at Baylor's got a one and done on their team, Kansas, you know, McCuller and, uh, and Dickinson are going to be in the NBA. Uh, you, you look at, you know, Oklahoma, I don't, I don't see any, any pieces there uh, that, that would necessarily fit that criteria. But you you get what I'm saying, and so I I certainly get the but but they all they all have a role. Nobody's worried about who gets the credit or who scores or or whatever. Um, I, I think uh, that they, they all are 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 selfless. Um, you know, because you see a lot of guys facilitating, uh, but they all have their role. It's like Warren protects the rim. Joe's like on the ball defender. He had. He led you in steals on Saturday. Warren had the three blocks. Pop just consistently scores and facilitates and play makes. Chance McMillan, you know, does a little bit. of. Darian Williams, he was 2 of 10 from the field the other day, but he has 7 points, 11 boards, and then 5 assists. He just fills
0: up the stat sheet. <laughs> one turnover so, against one turnover.
1: <laughs> yes. And, and that's the, also the common thing. Man, a great free throw shooting team, but, boy, they all do a really good job, make a conscious effort of, of taking care of the ball. And then Grant. Grant is very intense, but he's also very calm, and I think it it, maybe the right word is measured. Uh, But but I think the team feeds off of it because they don't they don't freak out, they don't. There's not a lot of bad body language. Uh, There's not a lot of, and they are they are making a habit out of winning close games. And go look at Coach McCaslin's like road record over the last several years at North Texas. I mean, he tried to tell everybody too, like, hey, folks, we we. I mean, Joey McGuire was even calling him. You know, back during the football season, hey, do you yeah. didn't get any tips on on road wins? And I think that that whatever they do, it, 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 and and essentially just play well and 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 make your free throws and don't turn it over and keep a tighter huddle and and, and not don't freak out. I mean, all but the, uh, there's something there, man. Where they're, where they're pretty good at it. You you obviously have another tough test uh, coming up uh, tomorrow night.
0: Let's get a little further into some of these individual efforts. First, today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors, and eBay Motors has you covered with everything you need to maintain your vehicle and keep that ride-or-die ride on the road. Or if you're just looking to elevate your car's game to the next level of performance, they got what you're looking for. With roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, superchargers, and accessories of all kinds to fit your style, whether you're looking for speed, power, or design, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts to perfectly fit what you need, so just head over today to eBay.com/motors, where you're gonna always find exactly what you're looking for, and with no risk because of eBay's guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit just right every time, or your money back, keeping you burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to keep your ride or die ride on the road and moving your life forward at eBay.com/slash. Motors eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Obviously, that conversation has to begin with Chance McMillan, who we have seen him get blackout unconscious before. (laughs) So we know what he can do, but I still don't even know if we've seen the best yet. The Butler outing was a sight to behold, but this time around six for eight from beyond the arc, he goes for 27, 10 for 13 from the field. But also is adding eight rebounds to that. We talked about him just last week as a guy that's been battling on the boards in maybe a way we didn't quite anticipate. But uh, I'm having a hard time going back, you know, a decade plus, Chris, remembering anyone that's gotten close to that scoring output as a reserve coming off the bench. I hate to even call him a bench player, but that's technically where he starts the game, so he does fit that category. I don't know if somebody comes to mind for you, but I, I got pretty much nothing to compare that to as far as a dude coming off of the bench and giving you that kind of impact.
1: Yeah, you know, maybe the last guy, Brandon Francis, uh, I think could do that for you, and, and did so a couple times. Heck, in the national title game, as a matter of True. fact, or maybe he maybe he was a <laughs> starter in that game in particular. But but yeah, th- th- this one was a Brandon wasn't able to do, do this. Like a because if you look at his stats, you know, twenty seven and eight, you're you're thinking, and you don't know who Chance McMillan is, you're thinking ah, he's a post player. <laughs> you know, they're like they're like <laughs> dumping it in the paint, and like he's. He's working that baby hook shot, you know, and all those things. No, this is a guard here. Uh, and, and it goes, the rebounding part is as or more impressive than, than the shooting, which is otherworldly. Uh, but, uh, you, you know, because we, we talked about this, this was going to be the big key in the game. And you have to team rebound. Your guards are going to have to get involved. You know, teams are making a conscious effort, like finding Warren Washington and they block him out. And so somebody's got to go get it. And and I think Darion Williams and, and some of these guards have done a really good job with that. But you have some guys on your team that are, are what we would call highly flammable. You know, Pop <laughs> Isaacs and Chance McMillan can go – they can go nuts at any given moment. Um, both semi-streaky. I think both would tell you, you know, I wish I was a little more consistent uh, with, with some of it. Uh, but it, it, it's fascinating to watch, and and this was a repeat of the Butler game. Although this one ended up in a in a win, but you know you don't win without what he was able to do from the perimeter. I mean, the shot he hits with I think it was about a minute to go in the the corner opposite of of Tech's bench, because I kept telling Hacks on the broadcast somebody at the tail end of this thing is going to have to hit a big shot to get you over the hump and. You, you you scored a bucket. Oklahoma comes down. They hit a three, and you're like, oh man, here we go. You know, and then and then McMillan comes right back down, hits a three, and I thought at that point it was like, okay, you're not losing this game. He just continues to answer, and it's kind of like Pop last week. You know, I talked about the similar games and the scoring outputs. It's like Chance McMillan was just like, I'm not letting these guys lose today, man. We're just not losing. We're going home with this win in our back pocket. Peace out, Lloyd Noble Center. Won't miss you. You know, I. You know, so uh, I, I. I was happy to see it. And he's so humble. I mean, he he's very mild mannered. He's just. I mean, th- th- what about the alley oop that he has early in the game? Oh, that's the score of the night. Holy freak cow. athlete, freak <laughs> yeah. athlete. But he's an elite, and I, and I don't throw. I don't want to throw that word around too much. But he's an elite shooter. You know, I, I heard a discussion people talking about Tech's team the other day. They're looking at these three point percentages, and they're like, "There's no way some of these guys can keep it up." A- and specifically, it was Kerwin Walton and Chance McMillan. I just think that's who these guys are. You know, they may have flaws in their game. You may, you know, and it, maybe it doesn't stay over fifty percent for Walton or over forty for, for McMillan. But like, they've got enough body of work now to where that's just kind of who they are. Some nights it's not going to go that way, but generally speaking you know, uh, over a period of time, I think that's just who they are, but boy, it's fun to watch.
0: We've mentioned Warren Washington 10 and seven had three blocks to go along with that as well. You mentioned Darian Williams, and I got to tell you from a pop Isaac's perspective, 32 points, like we saw in the previous ball game from him strikes you in a different way, but his effort on Saturday was close to being as impressive of another variety to me, Chris, because whenever you take a look at What was not going down for him from the field, particularly in the first 20 minutes, one for five in the first half, one for four from beyond the arc, only five points. And you wonder, all right, does a dude check out in that situation? Pop Isaacs chose not to. Gives you 13 in the second half to wind up with 18 total. But the biggest thing I think was just the relentlessness and trying to continue to get to the rim. And then you get to some of those foul situations at the end of the game where it's clutch time. It's clutch gene time. And he's stepping up to the line knocking down those free throws at the end of the day, nine for 10 from the free throw line. And just like we're talking about with McMillan, uh, you cannot win the game without that type of impact. And was glad to see that from pop albeit in a different way than we saw it a week ago back here in Lubbock.
1: Yeah. I, I thought, uh, I thought of that second half in front of your bench. I thought they let uh, they let Oklahoma get real handsy and push and shove with, with Joe and pop quite a bit. Um, knocking them off their spot just just hand checking them having their hands on them all the things that you're kind of taught not not to do or you're not supposed to be allowed to do but they kind of just let it go um and i thought pop did a good job of as he adjusted because he got they got you got shoved around and got the ball taken from you some and all that that's what helped oklahoma get a lead but i think at the tail end of it you use it to your advantage um and use their aggressiveness and that's how you got to the free throw line because there were some good th- th- well I, I say that there was some evening out calls toward the end of the game where i'm like oh that's not a foul on oklahoma but they gave it to you <laughs> um you know i mean that, that's just kind of how it went and i made sure to point that out on the broadcast too it's like okay you got you got bailed out there or that this is uh you know i'm not sure if i was oklahoma i wouldn't be very frustrated with that <laughs> but so it was was one of those deals but i thought pop i mean it, it's just he plays so hard he just wants to win and he's gonna figure out ways to score. That's the thing about him. Like you, 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 you may not like the the efficiency at times or the shooting number, but at the end of the night, he's given you those 17-18, or or in, in last week's case, what 32. And and you 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 know, and I grant doesn't is not near worried about the efficiency as some others are. Um, because at some point, you know, he's got the ball in his hands and he's just having to figure it out and and make some plays. Like some of the alley oops that he threw the other day, though, uh, one of them left handed uh, to yes. Warner Washington on the dunk. I mean, it, it's just it's just a great like it's the game is starting to slow down for him a bit. Like it, it 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 takes everybody a second to kind of get a feel what you're going through and what you're dealing with and all that. But uh, he he's uh, he's been fun to watch in this last little stretch here because. He's just kind of figuring it out, and he continues to produce for his team. And bottom line is, he's a winner, you know? And I think Joe Toussaint is showing you, too. He bounced back from a tough game the other day, and and he kind of – he starts to score a little bit. he got some steals. He's got – you know, he's just – you're not going to hold him down for too long, and, boy, you you needed his defense for sure.
0: Yeah, Pop had some nice dimes. He had a couple of left-handers. I think one was no look. I was watching through television, so I couldn't see his eyes, but kind of looked like – Uh, It was a little bit of misdirection there. It was fun all the way around to see some of those things uh, coming together for a team that obviously we have seen play together very well. As for, you alluded to it, as for the attempted soonering that Texas Tech was able to avoid... (laughs) First, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. And football is close to wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Locked On. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place only a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. So many ways to spice up the action with FanDuel's safe, secure, and easy to use app. Are you really even parlaying if you're not visiting FanDuel's Parlay Hub? I doubt it. So get to FanDuel.com slash on today. And if you're a new customer, take advantage of $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place only a $5 bet with FanDuel at FanDuel.com slash on, Official partner of the NFL. Now, I'm not going to get real uptight about this. We've been jobbed worse by better people. So this is not even going to make like the top three. But I would tell you, and you already touched on this, The court jesters in the striped shirts that we saw on Saturday, and I guess it's just a coincidence that Doug Sermon always happens to be involved in these types of outings, was quite the sight to behold, Chris. And this is how you really know when a crew sucks, is when both head coaches are leaving the game saying, what the hell's going on out here? Now, the feeling that you might have had as an Oklahoma fan in the last, I don't know, 10% of the game, 5% of the game. Well, that was the feeling we had as Tech fans for the first 90% of the game. I don't care if you allow a Royal Rumble. Don't call anything. It's fine with me. Nobody showed up to hear from you anyway, guy with the whistle. Let them have a Royal Rumble. I don't care, but let it happen on both ends of the floor. I think is the question that we're always, or the effort that we're always looking for. You want to call the tiki tack stuff? Fine. Not my personal preference but well, let's go ahead and call it on both ends of the floor. There was such a discrepancy for like 90% of the game that it was almost hard to stomach. I mean, I'm turning to the to the homies I'm watching the game with, and I'm like, am I taking crazy pills or like we not getting these same calls? And then down here, it's like arm bar, you know, forearm shiver, Deacon Jones helmet slap. And, uh, you know, all is, all is fair, I guess, in uh, battling against Texas Tech in that kind of way. But then you turn the coin and the refs are like, all right. I don't know if we got screwed up and mixed up, like we forgot which team is in what jersey, but now we're allowing Texas Tech to knock around Oklahoma. And all of a sudden, Oklahoma's getting called for the ticky tack stuff. I mean, I'm sitting there, just like you said a moment ago, watching the game when some of those are going down, down the stretch, some of those calls. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad this is going in our favor. It's still a horrible call. It's still the wrong call. I mean, I don't, there hadn't been really a day yet, I guess, this season, Chris in the Big 12 or otherwise, where I thought like the refs were part of the storyline. I mean, I have to go back and check the episodes. I don't know to what extent we've discussed any of them. There's always frustrating calls here or there. But this was a day where I felt like they were a part of the storyline. Horrific outing by that crew. And again, the same clown seems to always be involved whenever you leave a game with those feelings. So Oklahoma fans, I do feel your pain. Lucky for you, you only had to feel it for about 5% of the game. But yeah, there was a big swap somewhere there at the end and grant McCaslin's ability to remain measured as you already use that word, I think is uh, something you can't quite quantify quantify as far as the positive impact it has on the team. Cause it'd have been easy to blow up. I mean, I don't know if he just like shook that one ref uh, figuratively whenever he was in his face and pumping his fist, like, did he just scare the bejesus out of him? That guy's like, all right, we'll call it differently. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked that, that coach McCaslin didn't get a technical uh, there in that moment. And I thought if he ever did, it would have been well earned there was frustration i imagine for both head coaches leaving the floor that day yeah
1: that's always my you know and it's an impossible job it's a very difficult sport to officiate uh, but my complaint is always about consistency cuz like you said call it how you want just just you know cuz what what you teach players is if you're going to call it one way cuz every every crew it's like a it's like a home plate umpire you know, everybody's strike zone's a little Perfect. bit different. You know, I mean, it, it just is, and so that's what frustrates pitchers. Uh, same th- same premise here is like, okay, I, I I've learned your strike zone through a couple of innings, but then then now you've changed it. You know, like I've adjusted, and now you so what what you know what what are we doing? And I think when you're when you teach players, you adjust to the game. Hey, are they gonna let us go today, or are they gonna? Are they going to call everything and and, and all that? And there's sometimes where you're kind of wishing for one or the other based on the matchup or how your team is built or or whatever. And and I I just like to sum it up: the foul that that sat Kerwin Walton down for the game was a joke, yeah. absolute comedy that he fouls out on a phantom call when I'm watching like Sam Godwin at the other end just floor arm shiver put two hands in the back of Warren Washington yeah. and like I mean it, it, there there is a lot of contact when is last week I, I watched the referee go walk over to, to Grant Grant and go hey you can't you can't do you can't do these things and I'm like well I guess you can so <laughs> it, it, it's th- these are the things that are frustrating however having said that there were some calls <laughs> that uh, um you benefited from at the end <laughs> oh, yeah. to, yeah, to where I'm like, because you look up at the end of the day and it's the even up game, you know, and there's some discrepancies in a lot of these games, but it it's 18 fouls called on Texas tech, 19 fouls called on, 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 uh, on Oklahoma and well, no, hold on. Yeah. You had 19 fouls Reverse called that, on yeah. you and yeah. And 18 called on them. So you, you had one more foul called on you. Yeah. So it's even, so that way both coaches can be, Frustrated they can't point to that. You know, Oklahoma did shoot five more free throws uh, than you did. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's uh, – and, and this is why I credit your team because I thought you got hosed a bit, but you stayed in there long enough because a lot of teams would just fold and then it's off to the races and it doesn't matter. But you actually hung in there and fought back enough to get some calls you know, that, that would benefit you. Um, because I've seen that movie before in that place, uh, to where you, you just kind of crowds into it, you get that run and then and you just kind of melt, you know, you come down you miss a couple of shots and then it just gets louder and louder. And then you've, you've got, okay, well, I've got no more timeouts left. And then you're just like, okay, let's go home with a 15 point loss. And, uh, we tried, we hung in there it just got away from us. We'll, we'll get them next time. But you, you know, you, you survived the initial run and fought back and, you know, but yeah, you're right. Both coaches, you oh, know, maybe that says something about good officiating that both coaches were pissed. Hell I don't know. No. Hell I mean, no, we ain't going that route. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at, at least one, one coach didn't feel like they were screwed <laughs> or whatever. I mean, I, I saw Jerome Tang say over the weekend, uh, a vet, very veteran official, he got teed up because he didn't like what Gary Maxwell, another veteran official had said to one of his, Guy's Kim Carter he's like he you yeah. can't talk to my player like that that's, He goes, it's it's so I told him and he gave me a tech for it you know
0: that's the other thing the the worst variety of official is the one that has anything to say at all other than making the call nobody's here to visit <laughs> with you buddy keep the whistle in your mouth blow it go have your little talk with the scores table when you got to make the call that's it you ain't the coach you ain't my buddy my guy my pal my chief nothing like that don't want to hear from you and if you've ever played hoops on any level I'm sure you got an official in your mind right now. That you remember being that guy. The, the best worst. part
1: well, – the, the best part, and this involves Doug Sermons, and this involves <laughs> a previous game, which we got – we went full circle. There was a game, and I'm trying to remember who it was against. It was one of your last non-conference games, and Warren Washington blocks a shot, and I was doing TV for this game. He blocks a shot, and he's like, get that out of here. And he's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> And Doug Sermons looks at him and is like, What? He's like, boom, tease him up. Okay. And so later in the game, later in that same game, he blocks one and he puts his hand over his mouth. Okay. Like, you know, like you know, and Doug Sermons kind of smile. Well, at the tail end of this game, big block along like the baseline, right in front of the suitor bench. Uh, it, it was a shot. He blocks that out of bound and he's feeling it. Warren Washington is, and he is walking toward like doug sermons and he's like give me that you know and he looks at him and he like all of a sudden his face changes he like calms down he runs over to doug puts his hands on shows like i'm so sorry i didn't say anything oh. i swear uh, and, and doug sermons like got a kick out of it i appreciated that little line of action because it's from it stems from you know yeah. like what three or four weeks ago um and and so anyway and, 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 and Grant McCaslin is right in front of me, and he turns around and looks at his bitch, and he's just laughing because he remembers this same thing. Anyway, so I wanted to point oh, that God. out, so I appreciated Sermon's not overreacting and like going, hey, man, see, maybe i taught you something. Just don't talk to <laughs> somebody after a block shot. I don't know, but uh, yeah, fascinating theater is what it makes for, but yeah, it all equals a win.
0: That's exactly right. Fascinating theater and something we get to be fascinated by on the heels of a win. I doubt they're enjoying that theater so much. Uh, talking about it in Norman, Oklahoma today. All right, Tech remains on the road, and we're back at it, setting the table, coming up on the other side as Texas Christian is fitting the description of the next potential victim, but it is a busy week otherwise, so join us tomorrow as well for a Big 12 football scheduling conversation. We're going to kick out the way it should be, the Locked on Texas Tech Dream Red Raider football schedule, and then a little bit later in the day, of course, we'll uh, have it revealed what it's going to look like for real. So a lot going down this week. Make sure you're subscribed so you miss nothing on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Chris, enjoyed it, man. I appreciate the time and we'll do it again tomorrow. You got it, man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Keep hope alive, everybody, and enjoy these road wins,
1: man. Uh, you know, adversity is is nearby. It, it, this league is too difficult. But while you get them, man, you, you just stack, keep stacking them up and uh, don't apologize for anything. Just keep enjoying it, and we'll see how long we can keep this run going, man. But, uh, yeah, appreciated the time today, Calvin. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Savor the flavor. And oh, thanks God. for being out there. Hope you're back tomorrow to savor with us once again. Here for the next round on Locked On Texas Tech.